I'm Tyler Together Dennering. I'm Connery, simply the last of your divine powers, Hanson. And just like uh, Hades and Zeus were the dynamic duo. Back the, at it again. <laughs> the co-hosts of the franchise, the podcast where friends get together, talk about movie franchises. And so, I forgive you. I forgive you too, brother. I'm going to shoot dark energy. What does Hades even shoot? Like Zeus is shooting lightning, but then Hades is like... Gas. Sh- he shoots like bats or something. like <laughs> Bat gas. Yeah, guano. Bumblebee tuna. Sometimes we see where the clash begins, and today we feel the wrath. Mm, this is all the repercussions of the last movie coming back to haunt us. It truly is. Um, so many repercussions. So many expected things like Io already being dead. In the beginning of this movie, really building up to be like of an important character, and like they're like, I thought she was immortal and couldn't die. Yeah, they don't even explain it. She's just dead. She's just in a grave. It's so dumb. I don't even. I don't even know what happened. Yeah. Um, but we we are here today talking the follow up to the uh, 2010 hit Clash of the Titans. Is is uh, why did I say hit? And it was a moderate yeah, success, I guess. It appeared in your movie theater and you knew <laughs> it about it. It was there. It was post-converted in 3D. It looked so good. Mm-hmm. The color palette was beautiful. Yes. We're now talking about Wrath of the Titans, the sequel. It came out two years later mm-hmm. with Sam Worthington with more hair, hair on his head than he did in the first movie. He has better hair in this one. Yeah. Do you, do you prefer the buzz cut now? Or are you doubling back? <laughs> I, was, I, I feel like I was so harsh on the buzz cut in the first episode that now I'm like, ah, maybe he, was just, it that bad? Maybe he just doesn't look good with either haircut <laughs> maybe you just sh- both should and shouldn't have hair <laughs> yeah like i don't know just shave the middle <laughs> keep the sides just be a balding man <laughs> yeah i don't know i can't i can't decide now but we'll, we'll come back to that later before we talk further about this movie uh the sam worthington vehicle rather mm-hmm. the titans we have to do our normal segment of what's new i do that last time yeah, you have to you have to put in all my weird sound effects again. Right, yeah, it'll be fun. Don't forget. I never well, I can't. I literally can't. <laughs> Don't forget you're listening to this right now. <laughs> even though you didn't forget at all and you're even like <laughs> you you said you I wouldn't do it. <laughs> it's like I'll do it. <laughs> I'm just trying to get more riled up energy. Yeah, by As antagonizing it, me. <laughs> we're at the beginning of the movie where Hades betrays Zeus. Mm-hmm. And Ares as well is there. So yeah, Ares <laughs> is also there too. And I didn't even know who it was till like halfway through the movie. I'm like, oh, that's Ares, I guess. Yeah. But before we talk about this movie, movie. Wrath of the Titans. <laughs> the tidy whities We got to talk about what's new. What's new with you? What's new with me? Well, ah, poop. Uh, I think you should leave. <laughs> season two came out, and I yeah. really, really enjoyed that. Very good, good show. Um, I learned what it feels like to be destroyed by at Pokemon by a ten year old who has all legendaries on their team. <laughs> Connor, the cousin on my Hanson side of the family, and he's him and his brothers are big into Pokemon. His name is Connor Hanson. Yes. Oh, oh Connor Boyle. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say if it was like, is it it's, spelled K O N N E R? No, it's C O N N E O R, I believe. Oh, okay. So there, there's there's differentiation there, but I still have to like wait for the E at the end of the name. So like Connery instead of Connor to like flinch my head, like you're talking to me. What? So break it down. What was your favorite uh, sketch from? I think you should leave season two. And what was your favorite moment in your Pokemon battle against your 10-year-old cousin, Connor? <laughs> oh, I have answers for both. Um, well, one of my favorites is, I was watching them again. I love Dangerous Nights. That's probably my favorite one. 
I don't think I've seen. That. I've seen the first like three episodes. Is that yeah, a later yeah. One? That, that's the that's the sloppy steaks one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I used to be a piece of shit. <laughs> that one is very good. Yeah, it's amazing. It, it's the Tim Robinson show on Netflix. For anybody that might not know, yeah, watch it if you haven't seen it. Like, you're missing out if you're not watching it. And just the ending of it when like he's on his like slicked back hair and his all white clothes. <laughs> and I was like, this kind of reminds me like when I go out with, like Tyler and Jacob and turn to like Long Beach or something. <laughs> Except I feel like we're much more grunge than that. But we're like, there was there was definitely one part. I think it was your birthday. Yes, and we went out to the beach and everything like late at night. Yes, uh, that was a lot of fun. And then we saw that baby, and I was uh, I looked at it, and we were both like, "It's a dangerous night." <laughs> <laughs> That's what you kept saying before we were recording today. And then <laughs> it's true. And then. I, I think you actually texted me though. I'm like, can, can I can I get a video of you saying I'm gonna kill the president? I just texted you because I figured you already knew all the bits, like like memorize them because you know all the ones from the first exactly, season. Yeah. But this just came out, and I just texted Connery like, "Hey, can you send me a video of you saying I want to kill the president?" And I was like, "No." Which uh, now is maybe should not be on a recorded podcast, I guess, for people to <laughs> clip bite. Uh, what are those called? Um. um I don't know. Bite clip. Bite. We're going to be in Fox News soon. Don't yeah, worry. it's perfect. <laughs> We're going to jail. Two white men <laughs> plotting to kill the president. The resistance is still active in the right-wing sector. <laughs> My iPhone is next to me. It probably picked that up, too. <laughs> Ding. Perfect. <laughs> uh, I'm not paranoid about anything. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should be on Joe Rogan's podcast. <laughs> oh, perfect. He'll love us. Um, but yeah, so... Yeah, so that was a skit about they're going out to like a bunch of student recently graduated students are going out to dinner with their professor yes. and he's just like really wants to eat tim robinson's food it's my favorite thing and lily really liked it too <laughs> i'm gonna eat the whole thing i'm gonna eat the whole thing oh just kidding just kidding just, just kidding i'm joking i'm just joking <laughs> so. we're just reciting bits from another thing yeah. that's funnier than us like and, we always do but it's and, very good yeah there's one more there's, there's a, i won't spoil every time but there's a claire's like ears piercing ear piercing video it's also very very good at the end i think it's the I closer but that one's pretty fantastic too but yeah other than that my favorite moment of facing off against my 10 year old cousin connor in pokemon was originally he at the last dinner we all hung out at he showed me his switch and he was he had all like level 20 something pokemon and i was like i was like oh, okay i'm gonna erase my game and I'm going to kind of start kind of like half-ass. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be like, <laughs> I thought you meant like, I'm going to whoop this kid. <laughs> no, no, no. So I did the opposite. Like, I'm going to yeah. crush this child. I was like, I was like, I'm just going to do a new game. I'm just going to kind of like fiddle around and like do something stupid where like I went to the expansion passes first before playing the act- starting the actual like game and yeah. seeing what happened. And I got some like semi-decent Pokemon. And I was like, this is good. It's a team of like thir- level 30-something guys. It should be good enough to face this team. We'll have a nice little even battle. Mm-hmm. And then I see him again and he goes, I've been grinding a lot because I knew we were going to face off. <laughs> 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 exactly. It was, it was that energy. And I was, I was like, oh, really? And I'm like, oh, they're probably level 40 or something. That's not he a big has, deal. He's 10 years old. It's summer. He has all the time and energy <laughs> exactly. on his hands. He's focusing it all on your Pokemon duel. Yeah, to destroy me and Pokemon. And so then he shows me his team. He's like, this is my team now. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, this kid has all the all legendary team. <laughs> And so I mean, he crushed me at that, and then I. But then I said, "All right, next round, no legendaries." And he was like, "What? No legendaries?" But, and I had my two other little cousins, Nolan and Mike, all like on on like my side because 
obviously like Connor was the was the overdog. I was the underdog in the situation. <laughs> the the overdog. The overdog. <laughs> the over underdog. Yeah, and they were like, let's put together the best team possible. I had like my shitty like box of like ten Pokemon that I had. Yeah. And then I guess we were using this like battle where like everyone's level fifty. So I was like, all right, so there's a chance. Oh. And we got <laughs> so lucky. Flygon was doing all the work. Ooh, and Flygon's pretty good. Flygon's really good. We knew mud slap and we were like his lowered his accuracy. Isn't Flygon like ground air or something? Yeah, ground ground dragon ground dragon yeah. it's really good and then uh, it just blew up we missed our last shot otherwise he would have won the entire match and it was so disappointing but that was my like my shining moment of being like we're gonna pull this off yeah i almost beat my 10 year old cousin <laughs> it's like there's no like real sweetness to that <laughs> yeah. victory except in that moment i'm a little buzzed and i'm like this is it <laughs> just uh your cousin playing with his drunk uncle <laughs> Pretty Even much. though you're technically a cousin. I am also a cousin. His drunk older cousin like, this is it! Fly gone! And I have like Nolan and Mike going like, ah! Well, how does it feel to finally lose at a video game, Connery? It feels pretty good, not going to lie. It makes me feel like it can happen. Not playing against me, apparently. <laughs> well, maybe you, beat me. you could probably beat me at Pokemon, apparently. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But, I gotta get back on that. Yeah, but you know, speaking of video games, I also finished playing a game called uh, Plague Tale Innocence Lost, which... I started, I think, at some point during quarantine and then didn't have it in me to finish it or even, like, really get past the opening tutorial. Uh-huh. And I restarted it this, this, like, around this week, maybe last week, and I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was actually really fantastic. It's, like, plague rats, and it's about the plague in France, but, you know, like, mythologicalized, or, like, the rats are, like, semi-conscious and... <laughs> are they going to say semi-automatic? <laughs> <laughs> you fire rats out of the guns. But it's really, really fun. I, I really like the kind of, like, mechanics of the game how it's mostly like stealth based rather than like uh offensive and then you kind of move up throughout the game of like before you're using fire to keep the rats away and then by the end of the game you're putting fires out to use the rats and i was like that's pretty sick this is pretty cool so is it like an rpg game or like a strategy it's kind of like how the last of us structured like it's like weapon tier kind of thing where you have to like get crafting equipment to make your gear better but Mm -hmm. other than that it's much more of like a stealth game oh okay yeah so I I got distracted and made a gross face because I I'm like I feel like there was probably a Clash of the Titans video game right oh, there must have been and I looked it up and I'm like dear God there was yeah good there's just a like a screenshot of Mads Mikkelsen's character <laughs> looking dead eyed and he's just like the the subtitle that says if you can keep up and you don't mind dying come along it's like wow what a great what what a, like what an adventure I'm looking forward that was to. like what I said to you during Dark Souls. Yeah, and then, which, I think we did this off mic, but I was telling you how, like, last time we played Dark Souls 3, you're like, I was, like, getting frustrated, I'm just like, I just, it's just really, this game's really hard, you're like, don't worry, I think you're just a little underleveled for this area, we just gotta go back and grind in the other spots, get your stats up, we'll go get, like, the souls and everything, and, like, Mm -hmm. as you're telling me this whole thing, I'm just, (laughs) I'm just going to the main menu and deleting the game. So brutal. not telling you, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, and then, I'm like, and then I, I confessed to you the like week after or yeah, something. Like, I like, deleted that this game. game is too hard, <laughs> and I just thought that was really funny. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you'll come back to it. I feel like at some point. Yeah, I just I told you because I feel like you could you could handle it, <laughs> and I thought it was just funny. I was like, that that's a good bit right there. <laughs> Tyler, what's new with you? I just played the Clash of the Titans video game. <laughs> we just did a silent edit. The five star GameStop GameStop review. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, from GameStop. Not at X Play or anything. <laughs> Attack of the Show gave it five out of five. 
Um, I went into uncharted territory recently. Is that how the theme song goes? <laughs> I started playing the first Uncharted game. Nice. Um, because I got the, it's like a trilogy collection. Mm-hmm. And I just never played those. And uh, I'm liking the first one a lot so far. Yeah, they're uh, great. I, there's some, st- like, at first I'm like, oh, yeah, this game, like, there's things about it that are obviously dated. But at first mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, no, like, this still holds up and everything, the mechanics. But then as I got further into it, I'm a little like, Okay, sometimes the platforming, I'm just hitting the wall constantly. <laughs> That's what happened to me, Joe. And they go, really? And they go, drag! It's It's really frustrating, but at least when you die, it's funny. Yeah. Because you just like flop around, basically, when you hit the ground, <laughs> like you're like a rag doll. Yeah. And you just, it has good respawn points and stuff. But mm-hmm. I like the overall like vibe of it. It's basically mm-hmm. Indiana Jones in a way. Yeah. It's like a modern Indiana Jones kind of thing. And, but. There's a lot more shooting elements than I expected, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of hoping in the sequels it's less. But uh, the, the two is even heavier on oh, that. Okay. Two is a lot more shooty, I think, even than one. Because I was almost like, I'm just like, oh, I just like exploring these ruins and like looking at stuff. Yeah, two platforming. But yeah, two is fantastic. Like I like two a lot. Mm-hmm. Three, three's okay, mostly because it just kind of goes into like backstory stuff, which I think is kind of boring. Yeah. And then four, I fucking loved four. I thought four was awesome. Yeah, that's like. Uh, Thief's End, right? Yeah, Thief's End. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, overall, I'm liking a lot. I think it holds up a lot better than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. It came out in like 2007 or something. Yeah, and you'd think it'd be like kind of sexist or like weird at some point or other, but it, um, it holds up pretty well. Yeah, in the beginning, it starts off like not not really... Uh, it just starts off kind of rough, basically. Is, like, uh, is what's-her-name with him already? He, uh, yes, like the secondary character. Like yeah. You don't play as her unless you do later or something mm-hmm. she's like the videographer journalist yeah she's cool um i have to look up her name i just don't remember anybody's names i just remember the guy's name is drake because that's it's like in the title of the yeah. game and but sully sully Sully's is his. the mentor and yeah. both of them are just talking about like basically like boner jams and stuff like that in the beginning <laughs> of the movie i'm like or the beginning of the game I'm just like all right you guys like this is like they're both being like weirdly horny, and it's yeah. like a bit much. But so Chloe, that... Chloe, who's introduced in the second one, is super duper horny too. <laughs> oh, okay. She, she's pretty fun though. You, you, learn, she grows on you a lot. Gotcha. Um, she's kind of like Ava in a Resident Evil kind of vibe, or Ava, Ada, Ada. Thank you, Ada Wong, Ada Wong. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that went off into a random segment, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm enjoying it overall. Yeah. And then we start. Uh, I started playing. A way out with Lily last night, nice. which is like I saw a your Instagram thing, like playing a nudie game. <laughs> yeah, because like you play two characters at the same time, and so it's local co-op. I was mm-hmm. just trying to find another game to play with Lily, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so her character like gets just gets. I'm already in prison. Her character just gets sent into prison. He's just like walking around naked in the beginning because they like hose him down and everything. Yeah. And I just got a video of that played to the uh, Shawshank Redemption theme. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lily's shocked face of just this like naked man walking around. And she's just like, mm. <laughs> so that's pretty good. Yeah, that's and pretty it's funny. pretty fun so far. That's like the thing. Like I was hoping and tried to be a little bit more, mm-hmm. but that's just my vibe. There's nothing wrong with this. With how like the Uncharted series seems to be like more actiony. Yeah, it's just I like these like kind of slow paced, pensive games mm-hmm. that well, with like developed characters and stuff. Like um, I don't know. Like I, I, I like that game a lot. Um, Jose. Abara said that he played it with you. Yeah, we had a really a fun, fun time with the way out. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> as it, it keeps going and then it gets crazier and crazier. Yeah, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to playing more of that. Uh, we should get to the movie, but yep. I, I 
Okay, should we just get to the movie? No, no, say your last thing. Um, I've been watching a lot more decoms lately. Ooh. Just because Lily's always, she's like seen so many, I'm just like getting more into them and mm-hmm. stuff, and I never saw any of them. Yeah. Disney Channel original movies. Mm. And uh, we just watched Pixel Perfect. Have What's, you ever seen that one, Connor? No, I don't know what that it's one is. It's basically Ex Machina. Oh. But like Disney Channel. But it's like just as existential. Like builds a and girlfriend horrifying. and then she develops like intelligence. Yeah. Oh shit. All right. Well, it's there like, you go. Instead of a girlfriend, like he builds the perfect singer, like front person for a band. Oh shit. And uh but she's like a hologram or something. She's but then like, she I don't be- want to be a singer. But then she becomes like an android, like so, and then she like gains oh. sentience and there's all this like internet like <laughs> like it's really horrifying it's like just as horrifying as ex machina if not more like in terms of like gender dynamics oh, it's, like, it's just like this is this is really messed up <laughs> but it's also just like really you can really applaud it because it's just so existential and i didn't expect that at all oh, there's geez. like segments where you're like in the internet and uh oh my god i need to look up i was watching it with lily last night and i have to look up some quotes that would that uh yeah please do i'll cut out dead air or whatever it doesn't matter i need to hear some quotes from this it got to the point of like an hour into the movie the first half is really horrifying and dreadful that i had to just like come back to it later yeah it's like oh i guess let's okay now let's finish it and then uh she ends up in like the internet basically yeah and i was like "Hmm, i like this movie a lot she like pulls up and there's like a trash bin man yeah and I was just like, that's when I, at the point I was like, I like this movie. Hmm. And Lily's just like, you just like that internet garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks like Mario, for like Bob Hoskins Mario from the Super Mario Brothers movie. And I'm just like, you know me so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know me too well. I just like the Mario. <laughs> yeah. So uh, with all of that, I don't know, check out Pixel Perfect if you want to see like, the most ambitious decom that you've ever seen. I don't think it's the best. It's, uh, I think so far Brink is the best, mm. but I have many more to see. Um, but yeah, this is definitely the most experimental. And I'm just like, how did this even get made? <laughs> and how did people be like, yeah, this is a like, this For is kids. what kids want to watch. Yeah, they it's love like this. The most terrifying, <laughs> one of the most <laughs> terrifying movies I've ever seen. <laughs> nice. Uh, but speaking of terrifying movies, <laughs> it's. I kind of I kind of like this movie. I don't know. I liked it better than the first one. I did too. It's better than the first one. Yeah. Yeah, it's it has points where I'm like this makes sense and I'm like it's, I'm having some <laughs> it fun. It has points where it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, points. And then it, then those points go away, but it's it's fun. It's interesting. All, all all the gods are dying throughout this movie. Yeah, I was reading some articles about this movie too. Mm. Um <laughs> I still like a lot that Mads Mikkelsen was just like, yeah, I didn't, I never saw Avatar. I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. who Sam Worthington is. <laughs> but uh, there is an article. Look, I'm not going to do work cited anymore. Okay. Okay. So if you straw men out there have some corrections for us, it's like, oh, always these straw men. They they torture you so much. <laughs> They're in my dreams. Um, there's this an article Sam Worthington interviewed. He's just like, oh, like I feel like we messed up a lot some things. Uh, it was a disappointment. He called Clash of the Titans a disappointment. Oh my god! He's like, yeah, like parts of it were disappointing. That not all of it was what I, up to what I wanted it to be. Mm. So we just really listened to fans and like tried to deliver yeah. like a better product with this. Like he didn't say product, like a better movie, mm. more entertaining movie with this. And I, I and I think he actually held it to heart. Like kept it to, like and just made. It's this feels like a lot more fun it does it's taking itself way less seriously i feel like yeah which is nice mm-hmm. i like that a lot it's and still they put the owl on a pedestal this time <laughs> yes <laughs> and uh davy jones is in it davy jones is there <laughs> and uh oh what else was i going to say 
Um, it's just it's just generally more fun. Mm-hmm. He has more hair in this movie. It's <laughs> more hair. There was a bigger overall point I wanted to make. Oh no, just the first the Clash of the Titans is like so self serious, like you said. Mm-hmm. But then also, like most of the movie is him refusing the call. Yeah, it's just really boring mm-hmm. that he's doing that. And in this one, he's just like, yeah, I'm Perseus, like whatever, mm-hmm. like I do cool stuff. And like in the very beginning, he's like, oh, I just want to be a farmer or a, a fisherman. fisherman. Because Io is just dead off screen. No explanation. <laughs> it is a mortal remember. woman who's like yeah. doomed to live forever dies. <laughs> yeah. He literally, Zeus literally brings her back to life, probably against her will, at the end of Clash of the Titans. And now she's just dead again. Yeah. I, but, mean, I mean, we learned that she can succumb to like mortal wounds. So. Yeah, I guess you're right. So somebody did something. Yeah, I maybe don't she know. got sick. Maybe Perseus got sick of her. Who knows? <laughs> he does just like straight up like just make out with Rosamund Pike later. He's not right very, in the end. He just goes for it. He's not very upset that like his wife is dead. No, he well, just maybe moves it's, on. maybe it's been a while. I guess time is different back then too. In ancient Greece, you're like, well, I'm gonna live till I'm like 28 probably. <laughs> I got, I gotta move <laughs> before I, I get some sort past. of disease or something. What was the name of the of the other the new lady in this? The blonde lady, like the character name? Yeah, is an Andromeda or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Yeah. Haha, I knew it. Um, who I don't, I couldn't tell you what that whole subplot is really. Just she's just yeah. there and like does cool stuff. She's supposed to be the princess who's like he originally saves to become king, right? Yeah, and she just her job's be chained to a rock and almost seen by a sea monster. But they made her a cool general in this. Which oh, is, which I yeah, that's more of an active gives character. Her, yeah, it gives her something to do for sure, other than like almost be eaten by a monster. Yeah, because I feel like even Io doesn't do that much in the first one. No. She's kind of mostly there for sexual tension. Yeah, and then not good that they just kill her in the beginning. Yeah, it's still bad. It's not even fridging. It's like they don't. It's not. It doesn't give him any motivation. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of like, well, no, no, she's dead. We couldn't get her to come back. What do yeah. you want? I grew my hair out. <laughs> I grew my out of hair. out of mourning. This is my grief hair. And then wait, is his son in this? His son is in this. I thought there'd be some big moment with him killing Ares. I literally have in my notes when Ares has the son there. I'm like. The son has to kill Ares and like save Perseus. From, like, his son's name was Kratos. <laughs> and his son has a goatee. <laughs> or I guess a soul patch. What does Kratos have? Kratos has a soul patch. Yeah, a very big soul patch. Yeah, and then in the later games, or in the new reboot, he has a beard. Yeah. Kratos with mutton chops. The Howie Mandel of ancient Greece. <laughs> it's true. Uh, so which case are you picking, Tyler? What case? Yeah, from Deal or No Deal. Oh, <laughs> that one. That one with the women. I liked Deal or No Deal a lot. Oh, wait, no, 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 sorry, not Deal or No Deal. He also did... America's Got Talent. No, well, probably. <laughs> but what was it called? Uh, I have to come back to it. It was another yeah, sure. game. It was another game. It was like The Suitcase or something like that. The Suitcase, huh. I got to look it up. All right. But you know what? I like the vision in this part, I believe, with Kronos. I have a, even know here it says Kron- this Kronos vision is cool. I guess I like the design of Kronos or like the little thing that they were doing. I'm just looking up the <laughs> Howie Mandel f- thing. I'm trying to find... <laughs> Isn't it called Baggage or something? Baggage? That feels like it's a, it's like a dating show. Yeah, Baggage Game Show. Here we go. What's it about? No, yeah. Oh God. I Maybe he was de- Deal or No Deal. He is a Deal or No Deal, yeah. I don't know. He did do Deal or No Deal. I'd watch that. I watched that with my family like every time. No, I'm not on. doubting that he did that. I just feel like he did another one that was like Deal or No Deal. Oh, uh, that'd be pretty great if he just leveraged himself from one suitcase game show to another suitcase that's based I, game show. That's why I'm getting confused. It's like because there's a show called Baggage, but that's with Jerry Springer. Oh, but I think this is the one I used to watch. I see. I don't know. Was it fun? 
Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Nice. But apparently I don't remember it. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Kronos is like a big lava man. Yeah. One of my options was, was Lava Sweat for my introduction, because I felt like he was just <laughs> sweating lava the entire yeah, time. that's pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I thought his design was interesting. It was it was okay-ish. Yeah, I think overall, like, even though I guess technically the original director, like, Louis Leterrier is, like, a more accomplished director, mm-hmm. like, Jonathan Liebsman did this movie, and this is probably, like, my favorite movie of his. Mm-hmm. Given I haven't seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning, oh. it could be good. I don't know. But... He's done Battle Los Angeles. Oh, that was not very good. Which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in theaters. <laughs> I saw that on an airplane. And <laughs> I was like, really, this is bad. It's really painful. We started watching it again, like me and Lily, like, uh, I don't know, a month or two ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, she's like, that sounds right up my alley. Like, aliens attack LA. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you'd think it would be. <laughs> it's not. Like, we'll start watching it, but it's just like, it's mostly just like about Marines and it's like, takes itself really seriously. It's basically like, if, like, that would make more sense that he directed Clash of the Titans, I think. Yeah. And then he did the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like reboot, like, mm. and I'm just like, this it is also takes itself very seriously. Yeah, um, or at least just too seriously. Do you for think he's brought game. on to projects like that? What because like producers, somebody's like, the fans need to like know that we're taking this seriously. Like we understand they're like cool and angry now. Like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are badass. Or, I like, guess Perseus is badass. He got the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Director. No, he was nominated for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ouch. That one I've never finished. I I do want... I'm still looking for... I'm looking forward to watching Out of the Shadows, the way Grayson talks about it. (laughs) Yeah, she she hates Out of the Shadows. (laughs) I can't wait, because it's probably, like, kind of fun, at least. Yeah. but, But, like... Yeah, Ninja Turtles is just gross. I want but. you to imagine her knowing nothing about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, <laughs> watching it. <laughs> That's very strange. There's like a pig man and like another guy on a tank in the water. Dang. I remember that from the trailer. <laughs> that sounds rad. Uh, so yeah, he's just like another director they got, basically. It was either him or... Oh no, that was the first movie. It was like either Louis Leterrier or Brett Ratner, I think. Oh, I see. But this one, yeah, they picked Jonathan Liebsman. Yeah, I don't know. That's about all I wanted to bring up is just the director and Sam Worthington's back. Yep. I feel like he's a little bit more engaged in his character in this. Like, he's just so, like, yeah, just in the first one, he's so, like, not wanting to answer the call. It's just kind yeah. of boring. But now he has, like, more of his powers and stuff, and he just kind of wrecks stuff. He fights a chimera in the beginning. That's kind of fun. I was going to say, I like the design of the chimera a lot. Not not the design, because it looks really ugly, but... I like the idea they had making him because he has this, like, one head spews oil and the other head spews, like, a spark, and that's how it breathes fire. Yeah, it's, it's like, plays in the, from the gross aesthetic of the first yes. movie, but yes. it works better. It's, like, they've refined some stuff. It does mm-hmm. some stuff, like, well as a sequel. A sequel to a movie that's not that good in the first place, mm-hmm. it still makes things better. Yeah. Which is, like, yeah, it's, like, this one is just going to be better because they have more ability to refine things. Mm-hmm. There's a I saw an article recently talking about uh, the creation of the Dark Souls monsters and why I actually like them so much mm-hmm. and just like retouch on that. But I thought it was interesting and comparing it to this movie especially because the monster design in this is very ugly. Everything is very grotesque and disgusting and you're like, I'm glad that's dead. It's especially the Minotaur. The Minotaur is one of the most upsetting things I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it really is very upsetting and at points I'm like, I'd rather be looking at the one from Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah. Like, at least that guy's a little goofy. This mm-hmm. one's just, like... He was gross. Horrifying. Yeah. And all, like... uh, Not snotty, but just, like, all the... Like, just fluids coming yeah. out of his mouth and stuff. He was really gross and just bad. But anyway, the point is, 
I think one of the, the during the concept creation of like the first Dark Souls games, a concept artist would hand it into the creator. Um, I, hold on, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a you, and I'm gonna look up his name so I don't completely butcher it or sound like a dummy. Who? The creator of the Dark Souls games, William Shatner. William Shatner, the creator of Dark Souls, is an excellent, excellent. Hidetaka Miyazaki. Thank you, Hidetaka Miyazaki. Miyazaki. I, I always say Miyazaki because I feel like I'm always butcher his first name, but then people think I'm talking about <laughs> Miyazaki films. <laughs> he made Dark Souls. He made Dark Souls. <laughs> but when Miyazaki would ask for like monster designs, specifically, they cited the um, the undead dragon that they have in it, mm-hmm. and they kept concept artists kept giving him these like really grotesque like thing with like rotting flesh and like maggots all over it and he would be like no can you make this thing dignified like i want my monsters to be more like forlorn and like dignified and i was like so that was a lot of became like the stepping point of like the dark Souls series like i think all the games he makes to come or all the creatures have some sort of dignity to them or forlornness where even the knights like they stand tall looking at you nobody's really like oh in that game or like ugly or gross even the dragon you're just like it's still there, it's confident, but even if it's, like, rotting away, it's just, like, a little sad, or it's, like, immortal, but it's doomed to live this existence. Mm-hmm. And that got me the problem. I was like, that's a really good way to design a monster. It's, like, give them dignity rather than make them just disgusting. Yeah, like, so I guess, like, the Chimera is both of those things. It is, and it, it has a good mechanic to it, I think, what I like best about the Chimera. It's, it has a good gimmick with, like, the, the heads working in tandem and being, like, yeah, and I'm not- the spark, I'm the oil. The spark that will light the rebellion to yeah. light the way. Yes. I don't even remember that. Light the fires of rebellion. Yeah. It's such a long line. It is. Um, yeah. And it uh, it's not just like the standard presentation of what a chimera or chimera is mm-hmm. or whatever. What's like the lion. It doesn't even really look like a lion head in this. And no, yeah. It. But um, yeah. And the color palette is a little more there in this. It's mm-hmm. a little less uh, like gray or like. Yeah. Brown, saturated. Brown. There's a little bit more color mm-hmm. in this movie, but, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I think there are only there are very few monsters in this one, though. It's much more about yeah, the gods than it is about monsters, titans, and monsters. Right. I mean, even though it's called like Wrath of the Titans, it's really just like it's Wrath of the Gods. <laughs> yeah, they're just using Kronos to like take Zeus's power, mm-hmm. and I don't know. There's some. I'm not saying everything in this movie is better than the first one. Yeah. Like I think Zeus's clothing in this kind of sucks compared <laughs> to like the shiny armor. It's like yeah. yeah, bring back the shiny armor. That's fun. Yeah, I'd say lean into it. If yeah. people, I don't like the shiny armor. Like, well, you, we're doing the shiny armor, but it's gonna do crazy shit now. This one, he's just wearing a tunic and like a black like leather thing on top, mm-hmm. and it's just kind of not as fun. But I guess the whole conceit is people are losing their belief in gods, which mm-hmm. is kind of like in the first one too. Yeah, I never so, understood that because the gods are literally walking around right next to you. Yeah, and it's like, oh, you have to believe in the gods or they become mortal, so Liam Neeson's losing his power. It's not mm-hmm. just Zeus, but also Liam Neeson. <laughs> if you don't pray to Liam Neeson, you can't keep being in action vehicles. And uh, I did watch this movie with Lily. Nice. And up to the point where it's like she was almost on the episode but didn't have time or whatever. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but I, but she said, feel free to quote her on things. Oh, good. And uh, I think this is in reference to Liam Neeson. It's mm-hmm. got to be. But this is the first quote of, he looks like a kid in a middle school play they slapped a beard on. <laughs> like some of the some of the costuming is just not as good in this one. <laughs> like, he does. He definitely looks that way. <laughs> like I'm laughing so hard because he absolutely does. Yeah. He's just like, he did not grow a beard for this movie. He's just like, give me a fucking paycheck. <laughs> like they did like the cheap little pasties they do yeah. in middle school play. <laughs> 
Oh, that's a good one. There are like some underground swooping shots, I think, when they go mm-hmm. to the underworld that yep. reminded me also of Mortal Kombat Annihilation, <laughs> minus the big hamster balls. Yeah. Um, hamster balls. Ray Fiennes is more fun in this one. I he think. is. Um, he, he does. He seems like he's having more of a good he's time. More, he's more sprightly, I guess, uh, in the first one. I do. I, I think I overall like his performance in the first one better because yeah. he's just like, I am 80s. Like he's just really putting on a character that's like stupid, but at least mm-hmm. it's fun. Yeah, and this one, he much more have to deal with like, I think I've learned my notes somewhere where Zeus is like, will you forgive me? I'd be like, if I was here, I'd be like, no, I, I, I don't forgive you. You did a lot of shit to me, and I don't feel like you were ever going to really make it right. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> All the backstory stuff is, like, they don't, there's too, it's too heady for them to really address. Yeah. But I guess, oh, yeah, Poseidon just dies in this movie, yeah, too. He dies kind of, like, not off screen, but, like, his murder happens off screen. Yeah. There's a... How do you feel about the how the gods die? How they turn oh yeah, kind of busts I, I put, <laughs> and then into sand. Yeah, Poseidon turned to dirt. That's what I wrote. Uh, it's kind of lame. I yeah, know. I didn't really like it much either. I was like, it this was seems just, very half-assed. It's the same thing as the Kraken in the first one. Yes, and they only turns to stone. But that's because of the Medusa head. These guys are like the gods are made of rocks and dirt. Yeah, I just like the angels in Noah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> just like the angels in Noah. <laughs> Tree beards, lost end wives. <laughs> Uh, there's some fun little jokes with, uh, who's he even with? He He's like on... this, one of the p- bastards of Poseidon or something. Is that what you're talking about? I I don't know. He's just, I just remember there's a witty joke that Sam Worthington, Sam Worthington's like talking about Pegasus. When does Pegasus first show up? Uh, he shows up, I think, at the end of the movie to, like, take Perseus somewhere. I don't think so, because he's in there earlier. Cause yeah? Resident, or... Sam Worthington's like, he likes you, me on the other hand. It's like, ho, ho, ho. Uh, I think uh, it's Resident Pike, probably. You're right. It's, it, it's when they take him to see Andromeda for the first time. Pegasus yeah. takes him. Oh, right, because he just lands in front of everybody. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that's not very important at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was still like, oh, Pegasus is still a big, cool black horse. I think they changed the breed, though. I like how much in the last episode you're like, it's stupid. <laughs> it is stupid still, but... <laughs> um. I think Rafe and Liam have better chemistry in this movie. They're just like really going for it to be like, well, we're brothers and like trying <laughs> yeah, to do, do that whole thing. Like it seems like they're having a legitimate like good time. Yeah. Like they're just hanging out. But also <laughs> Lily's mentioning how they kind of do the same thing in any movie they're in together. It's like, <laughs> oh, one of them is like the angel and the other one's the devil in a lot of ways. <laughs> like Schindler's List. Yeah. They're like very like the same character, but mm-hmm. different perspectives. I but see. Pause for a moment. Yes. Need to use the bathroom. Go for it. Thanks. So today we're going to be talking about the murders that happened in 1927. There was a man by the name of Beep Beep Bop, and he committed his crimes by honking the noses of his victims to death. He was never caught, and he is still wanted to this day. Here I have a few documents that I pulled out of the city archive about Beep Bop. And we have several theories about who Bebop could be in this lovely episode of Judge, Jury, and Podcaster. And we keep going. And anyway, so we have the documentation. It says that Bebop might have once been a clown, but he was rejected from clown society after the first bopping, they called it. Now, the bopping was when he would honk the nose so hard that the nose would eventually fall off of the human body and thus lead, of course, to death. He would be wanted by the, by the police department in 1927, and I mentioned he was never caught, and 
There were several theories as to who he could exactly be, and Bebop, of course, was later revealed to be... Or, not revealed, he was thought of as... Thought of as our sponsor, Capri Sun. Capri Sun, the taste that punctures your throat, only available at Target. Anyway, there were several theories about who Bebop could be. Bebop was, of course, rumored to be the town physician who failed out of clown school. He was also thought to be Jenny Snickers Bar. And yes, her family did own Snickers Bar before the company actually started making Snickers. That's where they got the name from. And I don't know if they, a potential murderer, Snickers Bar, um, Bebop. But. The point is, they were never caught, and these crimes persisted for 25 some odd years of noses and a lot of finger pointing. The small town of Green State, Columbus, Ohio, was raised to the ground in a Twilight Zone-esque episode where everyone thought someone else was Bebop, and the town turned on itself. Now, I know what you're thinking, that Twilight Zone is a make-believe show, but they base it off things that really happen, so I don't know what else to say. And he's wanted in 17 different counties across Wisconsin, Delaware, Michigan, and Florida. My co-host is back, and I have to cancel. Thank you for listening to judge jury and podcaster i've been your host grumbly connery thank you and godspeed and stay safe at night (laughs) where were we mr number one mr toby kebble who probably the third time he's in we've encountered him on this podcast so far (laughs) this is what i'm talking about with toby kebble like everyone's like toby kebble i don't know who that is i'm like well he's in something that you've seen (laughs) he's He's there. there He's there, don't worry. Like, Kong Skull Island, he's, he's a there. human character. He's also Kong. Kong. No, uh, four. four. Four movies. Oh. Kong Skull Island, mm-hmm. Donald Planet of the Apes. Yep. Um, there's another one besides this. Maybe that was where the three. Okay, so this. Yeah, this is the third one. Okay, what's he in this? He is Poseidon's son. Remember oh, that guy? Okay, with yeah, him? yeah, 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 yeah. And he has like dreadlocks. How do you feel about him? <laughs> he do- doesn't he not even do anything and then dies? Like he's kind no, of No, he just, lives. Like, he lives the entire time. Oh, I think he's just kind of he definitely feels like they tried to hire Russell Brand but mm. then couldn't afford him. He has my favorite line in the entire uh, movie, which is uh oh it's Percy's son is a real piece of shit and he goes up to him and he says, I read you were a great disappointment and he looks at me and he says that's right. I am great. <laughs> I was like, that's, like that's the best line in the whole movie right there. I mean, I like Toby Kevill a lot. It just feels like, it really feels like it should have been Russell Brand or something. Though, Absolutely, yeah. character. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially like, for 2012. Yeah, but he's like the comic relief. Yeah. And like the witty sidekick to Perseus is like serious times. Now I'm curious. I feel like there's another movie with Toby Kevill that we've done, but look through our whole anthology. <laughs> yeah, I'll do this. He's in Beavis and Butthead. Do him? No, he's not. <laughs> um, we'll come back to it though. <laughs> Follow up because this is very important to no one but me. <laughs> but I need to know. I need to know. Um, I also like a lot, which I'm very confused by and is never resolved. When Sam Worthington tells Rosamund Pike that his wife died, and she's just like, "I know. Shut up." Basically, it's just like. 
what's wrong with you? Like, what? There's no backstory involved with her being so mad about it. No, yeah, there really isn't. It's just like, Jesus, her, his wife died. Like, what's wrong maybe with you? Maybe she's angry because she already has a crush on him. And he is, she uh, maybe doesn't want him talking about his dead wife around her all the time. It's just really weird. The only way I can rationalize it is that it's like ancient Greece. <laughs> And that's like some dating ritual or something. <laughs> you don't talk about your dead spouse. Yeah. Uh, Toby Kebbell's in Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. We haven't covered movie. those yet. No, I know we haven't, but yeah. I'm sure we'll have we'll to do talk. It. We'll have to at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. I think that's it. You know, I guess I was wrong. Oh, well, that's fine. I just got mixed. Like, we'll eventually cover Fantastic. <laughs> eventually cover Warcraft. Yep. Just got to do it. Those are all the important things. Hurricane Heist, he's in. Oh. Love a Hurricane Heist, which they made oh, a sequel. Yeah. Me too. I really wish we could cover Hurricane Heist. Yeah. Well, we have to make a sequel to Hurricane Heist. That's right. We do. Didn't we? We had something planned, didn't we? Or was that was for Money Plane, where we had a bunch of <laughs> Money Plane sequel? Yeah. Money. Money Train. Money Train, which is a movie <laughs> starring Woody Harrelson and Shit. Wesley Snipes, I think. God damn it. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Money. Do you think they wanted to do Money Train and then they like looked it up and it was a movie? It's like Money Play. <laughs> Possibly, I'd believe it. But uh, back to to important business. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Toby Kevels in this. He's fine. Yeah, he's fun. Um, I think this is also. I unfortunately forgot to point out who this is. Another quote from Lily, though. I think it's in reference to Sam Worthington. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jacob, for us doing this to your to your guy, Sam Worthington. <laughs> your guy. Lily said, and I quote, I'm trying to think what it is about this guy that resonated with absolutely no one. (laughs) She's funny. (laughs) I wish she was on this episode. I know. I wish she was here. She's the funniest part of this episode. She's not here. But she's our she's the secret third co-host. She knows it. She lives (laughs) on with us. What was it about this guy that resonated with no one? (laughs) I mean, resonated with Jacob, I guess, to an extent. Jacob liked him. He's gonna be so flustered by hearing that. I'm going to be on the correction episode. Correction. Everyone likes him. And then I think this is her also saying, remind me his name again. <laughs> She's like, Jesus. Brutal. Oh, I also boy. wrote down, Lily likes the misty Ewok forest. She liked that scene when they're Oh, like, the Cyclopses? Yeah, that was pretty fun. No, it's a cool part, yeah. And then Hephaestus is there, and they're like, who's Hephaestus? I'm like, you know who Hephaestus is, you dicks. <laughs> yeah, like, they should know. Yeah. Um, I guess I also wrote that Toby Kebbell's hair is very fake, so he has... <laughs> Very fake hair, uh, wig, and mm-hmm. Liam Neeson has fake beard. Yeah. This Unfortunately, there's more of this movie that I would like to discuss than I would like to have time for, but there's just so many things in this movie. I'm like, what is this? But yeah. I don't know. I like the Cyclops scene. And Cyclops is it's kind of fun, fun yeah. I guess. Uh, Russell, or Russell Brand. Um, <laughs> I wrote down Russell Brand in here. Um, <laughs> Agenor is his name. Yeah. Toby Kebbell. He gets stuck up in the trees. Mm-hmm. He gets falls in a Ewok trap. Yes. And... Sam Worthington's like, the fall will kill him. And I'm like, it's no. like 20-foot drop. He's a demigod, and that will kill him? Like, He's fine. I think he'll be okay. He just needs to fall on his like big head of hair. <laughs> his ultimate cushion. Yeah, that wouldn't kill anybody. Uh, Lily also really enjoyed the POV shot from the Cyclops eye. <laughs> She's like, when do you ever get to see that in a movie? Never. Where it's just like, you see the like the eye slit of the POV. <laughs> the eye slit. Yeah, that, that bit's a great, that's a good one, yeah. I also wrote, it looks like Liam's beard is falling off. <laughs> but you know, know what? I, I will say that I do think it's really funny in this that Hephaestus has the owl on like a pedestal now. It's like them doing this big apology piece of being like, we're sorry. We're sorry about the yeah, owl. We I saw think so too. Yeah. They're like trying to get some fans back in mm-hmm. a way. But, very specific. Yeah, but they already left. And yeah. 
but I was I was like, this is odd. I I imagine this next scene with the owl would be like it's in like it's been destroyed by a hammer and like I don't know, but it was funny that it would talk to Hephaestus or he was like his other personality or something. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Bill Nye plays Hephaestus. Where's Hephaestus? Where, where is Hephaestus? 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 I don't Hephaestus, know. Hephaestus. Yeah. Where's Hephaestus Scrooge? Where's <laughs> Aphrodite? Is she already dead? Do people stop believing in love? Uh, I don't know. It's probably just too many characters for this movie. Yeah. Where's Athena? <laughs> where's everybody? You where's Kratos? <laughs> I was thinking about um, that bit with Athena being like, hey, no men can come in here to kill Medusa. And I was like, that's much more of an Artemis thing, because she's, like, the goddess of virginity and, like, champion of women and stuff more so than Athena. I wish they just uh, came upon Narcissus in this movie. Like, <laughs> He's just staring at himself. Yeah. And they're just, like, running through, and he just, like, gets his head lopped off, like, in Monty Python or something. <laughs> like, Orpheus is hanging out, too. Yeah. He's, like, crying, and rocks are crying next to him. Just all, like, the, the D side characters or whatever. That'd be great. Um, I think this is the second movie... So in this movie, Bill Nye does say release the Kraken. I went and looked up the quote from oh. At World's End. Mm. Or no, Dead Man's Chest. Yes. He doesn't say release the Kraken, but he does say the Kraken. So it's the <laughs> second movie in which Bill Nye, in like a costume of sorts, has said the, the Kraken. Kraken, yeah. So That's there's, fun. There's that. Good for him. I feel like he's throwing everything at the wall in this movie, <laughs> like trying to make his character fun. Yeah. And I'm like, good for Bill Nye. I like Bill Nye a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. He's a... Uh, I mean, love him in Pirates. Mm-hmm. Love him in, uh, what's that Christmas movie? Why uh, am I spacing? Not crazy. Is it Crazy Stupid Love? No. no. It's, uh, oh, God. People are screaming at I us know, right, right now. The Corrections episode is going to be brutal with this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why am I forgetting what it's, what it's called? I know it's a thing. It's like, it's three words. Love Actually. Love. It's two words. Love Actually. He's he's brilliant in About Time. I love him in oh, About Time. Okay, yeah. I think he's brilliant in Love Actually. <laughs> he's fun in Love Actually. He is good in Love Actually. He's like my favorite part of that movie. That is all over the place. <laughs> yeah, he's but like I'll, the best part of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Bill Nye's in this. What do you? What are your thoughts on Bill Nye in this? He's fine. I honestly didn't know it was Bill Nye. Wow. Yeah. I was like, I guess that's blending into the role. I guess so. And also, maybe I didn't have the heart to pay attention to the credits at the end. Yeah. Well, oh, I put, I said throwing everything at the wall. I wrote down here, he's trying to act his way out of a paper bag, but I don't know if he can escape this one. No. It's yeah, that was just, really hard. He's just trying his best. You mm-hmm. know? And uh, I also wrote down, sometimes I forget, that Bill Nye is Mewtwo, and then I remember. He is Mewtwo? <laughs> I didn't know that. Wait, have you seen the movie? Yes. Yeah. Have you seen Detective Pikachu? Yeah. Okay, well, spoilers for Detective Pikachu. Yeah, he's Mewtwo. That's awesome. Like, he's... You don't remember at the end of the movie? No. It's like Bill Nye is controlled by Mewtwo. Yeah. Yes. Okay. You want? Yes. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. It's kind of like, but I think by that point in the movie, it's I just like I can't believe Mewtwo's in that. I totally forgot Mewtwo's yeah, exactly. in that. That's what's weird about it. That's what's weird about it. It just ends up being Mewtwo. And I'm just like, all right, like Mewtwo learned his lesson after the first Pokemon movie. He likes everybody yeah. now. Anyway, sorry if I spoiled that for anybody, but like, I feel like whoever would see po- Detective Pikachu has probably seen it by now. Yeah, and probably does not listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, but if they make a sequel, I'll have to cover it. I'd love to cover another Pokemon. We'll have my little cousin on it who beat me oh in Pokemon. I'd love to cover Sonic the Hedgehog 2 because I like mm, Sonic the Hedgehog. That'd be fun. Maybe I'd... Knuckles will make an appearance. <laughs> Ooh, we need Jacob to play Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be Sonic and I'll be Mr. Robotnik? <laughs> Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah, you're Jim Carrey. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, or Dr. Eggman. Yeah, the uh, Dr. Eggman, yeah. I guess the same character. Yeah. 
Uh, a little fun note. This came out the same year as The Hobbit. Oh. Which I always wow. forget those movies came out so long ago. Yeah, right? Man. And uh, I think that movie's a lot better than this one. It is. But people still don't like it. But yeah. I, I like it. I think I think it's okay. I don't remember... I remember not liking the third one all that much, just because I was like, I feel like it's kind of dragging its feet. But I really like Desolation of Smog. But mostly yeah. just because it had Smog in it, my favorite dragon. Um, The extended editions, I mean, they're not necessarily good, but like especially mm-hmm. Battle of the Five Armies, it's just <laughs> incredibly gruesome. Yeah. And I like it a lot before that, but... Uh, you know, we'll we'll plague the podcast networks with uh, our coverage of The Hobbit one yeah, day. It'll be really fun. I'm excited for a whole Lord of the Rings run. Yeah, there's what? the labyrinth. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They have Hephaestus giving the keys. I'm like, I'm like, Hephaestus didn't build build the labyrinth. Though. He built Tartarus. He built Tartarus, and then apparently, uh, what's his name? Not da- is his name Daedalus? Uh, is that who made the labyrinth? Yes, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And then Daedalus uh, apparently is just a dirty copycat. <laughs> he rips off Festus. Yeah, in the lore of this, in the, in the lore of this movie, at least. Mm-hmm. But then he has a Minotaur too. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's <laughs> supposed to be the labyrinth. They just like mashed everything together. Yeah. They really did. And that bit, I was like, oh, are, are we going to run to Theseus or something? Yeah, it's at this point where it's just like they just kind of mash everything together and it just gets more and more confusing. It's mm-hmm. just like, oh, don't worry about the plot because it just doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, Ares is really nondescript, so I didn't realize that he was Ares for half the yeah. movie. He's really mad at Zeus for having, like, a heroic son and, like, liking Perseus. I'm like, this is all yeah. your dad does. Like, yeah. what are you doing, man? Like, it's have you all, not met Hercules? It's all, like, just really thin. Um, but, hey, played by Edgar Ramirez, I think... Possibly the only person of color in this movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, where's Hera? <laughs> you keep asking where Hera... Where's Phil? <laughs> <laughs> well, Hera is Zeus's god in can- canonically. Where's Where's uh, Where's Danny DeVito in here? I don't know. He's in, trapped inside the owl. Um, <laughs> that's why no one would break it, because then he'd be unleashed. Like the genie? <laughs> You're just <laughs> mixing every Disney movie together? <laughs> uh, Phenomenal because like power, itty-bitty living space. Uh... What else? What do you feel about the ending where Zeus and Hades team up to form the ultimate team and Perseus mixes and, mixes and matches two weapons together to make something? I think it's fun because, uh, I don't know, it's just like the <laughs> stupidest thing. Where it's just like, oh, this is the stuff I want more in this movie. Mm-hmm. I just want it to be dumb where it's just like, uh, just Zeus and... And Hades being like, one last time. <laughs> we'll put on a show at least. <laughs> yeah, they say something like that, <laughs> That'll right? That'll be quite the spectacle. Yeah, it's just like really stupid. And mm-hmm. then Zeus shoots lightning bolts. Hades shoots darkness. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what he's shooting. Death, I guess. And death blast. <laughs> I think those those monsters that are summoned are kind of cool. Like yeah, they're the neat. Like the three-legged thing that like move around and mm-hmm. just cut everybody down. Yeah. They're kind of OP. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was thinking for a third movie, I was like, maybe they do like the Hecatonkeries or something with like the billion arms. Uh, I don't know what that is. No, it's like an old Titan or something. Which I'm like, yeah. I, I guess they're in the father of the gods, Kronos, but the Hecatonkeries might be like a cool monster to fight in the end. Oh, so I guess this was just being decided. I was right earlier. It was either mm. Jonathan Liebsman or Brett Ratner for uh, this movie. So there you go. He went on to do that Hercules movie that we mentioned last episode nice. and then went on to be I, canceled for being a bad person. <laughs> I think I heard that Hercules was the first superhero. Oh, I heard that from a man who uh, I, he calls himself the Stone or uh, the Pebble. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Not Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin. <laughs> what? I don't know. 
When are we covering the Expendables? That's another question. Oh, that's another fun one. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen any of them, so that's oh, okay. why I'm going to have fun. JCVD is in the second one. He is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, here's a note from Lily. Good. Our ghost, our ghost host. <laughs> ghost host. Uh, nonstop action in a way that's not overwhelming. Put yeah. that on your DVD box. <laughs> non-stop action in a way that's not overwhelming. Lily Young. Raves Lily Young. <laughs> Three out of five. Like, perfectly cut. serviceable. <laughs> Fine. And it's like, yeah, that's a good point. Anytime they slow down to talk, it's just like, all right, just move on. Nobody cares. Yeah, no one cares. There's a couple points where they just talk about stuff a little too long. Mm-hmm. But overall, I think they do a pretty good job at pacing. Yeah, like like, like the final battle is actually serviceable. Like It's it's a fun final fight. And my only qualm is they beat Kronos too easily. And he just like flies in his mouth and throws his like... Kind of like nonchalantly tosses his spear down there. I like that it like bounces off, kind of like limply at the at the end of the throw. <laughs> yeah, he goes inside of what big is he in Kronos? Is that what? Yeah, he's it's saying? Kronos. Yeah, and he like does he? Yeah, he blows up Kronos from yeah, the inside with like his lightning spear. <laughs> and then the next scene, he just like walks behind a rock and shows up, and he's like completely fine. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, he's fine. Where, where's Pegasus? Like <laughs> Pegasus died. Yeah, they're just like totally fine. Mm-hmm. But what if Pegasus came out, which is like, on fucking fire? Like its wings <laughs> cool. were like. Like, like like upgrade in, yeah i can upgrade like it's half on fire now see that'd be cool then i'd be like <laughs> yeah. yeah here we are <laughs> yeah and that's what's something i feel like these like i know it's video gamey but i think that's something that these movies could use mm-hmm. it's like don't take yourself so seriously and like give it cool items like that's yeah. my main complaint with the first one too is that it's just like he's just wearing a tunic the yeah, whole time like boring. give him some cool armor mm-hmm. he doesn't even get like who's whose shield is it um apollo shield yeah something like that he uh he just gets like a scorpion shield <laughs> to like fight Medusa. And yeah. It doesn't even really make sense. No, it's, dumb. it's just like just get cooler stuff. That's mm-hmm. what we like about the original Clash of Titans, yeah. the original like Jason the Argonauts. Mm-hmm. We want the good it shit. It feels more mythic that mm-hmm. way. But that's why I'm all my Dungeons and Dragons campaigns. I give everybody too many magic items. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of any other. I don't know. What do you have any other thoughts on this? Uh, let's see here. Looks like I have a big paragraph at the end. Oh, oh, Percy's son's name is Apollo, isn't it, in this? I think so. Yeah, and I was like, is sure. he going to like become the sun god? Like, I don't know what's going on anymore. Oh, yeah, I have Helios inherits the magic sword, and then the franchise dies. He says the sword is heavy. Oh, this is something I actually learned that I thought was interesting. Apparently, a lot of weaponry in that time was actually pretty light. Mm-hmm. Which was really, I thought was really cool, and, and even like heavy plate mail. People are like, oh, it must be possible to move around. It's like you can roll in that, you can sidestep to set, sidestep side. They're very like maneuverable and like movable. And what, just weapons in general? Like even like full plate armor. Oh yeah, and even like like swords and rapiers. They're like like hey, like that big bastard sword weighs as much as like a gallon of tide. <laughs> That's a specific unit. Yeah, of I literally saw the units of measurement. I was like, oh. a rapier weighs as much as like a kitten, and I was I was like, oh, this is actually like. Really cool. Sam Worthington's throwing uh, Tide Pods at at the gods. <laughs> exactly. But I just thought that was really interesting with him Wrath being like... of the Tide Pods. <laughs> with him being like, it's quite heavy. And I was like, no, it's not probably as heavy as a pint of milk. <laughs> and then he slams someone in the head with a pint of milk. <laughs> and I was upset that he didn't like kill Ares in the end. Like he didn't save his dad in some way. Like he just kind of <sighs> captured... Yeah, this movie could have been better with like more extreme slow mo. Mm-hmm. Like, I would like to see him slamming like a gallon of milk against someone's head in slow mo. Whole milk, <laughs> just the Wonder Woman thing. Uh, okay, so I have two questions for you. Okay, well, mm. three overall. Sure. Yeah, what are your like? I guess just at this point, yeah. Like, what's your what's your final thoughts on this movie? 
Um, my final thoughts of the movie, it's better than the first one, mm-hmm. but that's not saying a whole lot. Yeah, it's 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 uh, moderately enjoyable. Mm-hmm. This one is. I had more fun watching it. I didn't actively want to turn it off like I did for Clash of the Titans, but I wish there were more monsters in it. I kind of feel like it it did get more kind of more kind of pulpy comic fun where I I did enjoy myself a lot more in certain scenes. I did actually, despite what I said, I did enjoy Zeus and Hades like back and forth thing that they were doing. Yeah, and it's just like in the first movie too, like. They, they just needed to cut out all the problematic, really like extremely problematic Zeus stuff that mm-hmm. like is part of mythology. Yeah. And this one, they don't really mention any of it, but like it's still established. So it's mm-hmm. just like, how do we root for this character? He's a <laughs> terrible don't. person, but it's still fun that they have their little dumb hero moment. And yeah. They seem to be having fun. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that Liam Neeson and Ray Fiennes seem to be having fun in this movie. Yes. They seem to be having a really fun time just like hanging out and being gods together. Having great beards. <laughs> great beards. <laughs> But uh, I think that's all I've saved for like, the first one. Like it's, it's a perfectly serviceable movie. It's just not. Uh, I wouldn't actively try to watch it again. Yeah, definitely. Like I don't know when I'll ever have the urge to see this again. Yeah. But I had an itch to go watch these again in the mm. first place. So. Yeah. And hey, someone out there is listening to this episode. Yeah. So someone else did too. Well, By the, the way, twenty of you. I should put this. I'll. Just put, I need to put it in show notes or something. But mm. you can watch this on HBO Max. Yes. For some reason, the first one you can't. <laughs> this one you can't. <laughs> Maybe because they know. <laughs> <laughs> they know what we know, but yeah, it's not good. <laughs> but uh, I guess my final thoughts. Um, well, this is I'll just say this is Lily's final thoughts. Oh, good. Who, who isn't here? Uh, I mean, I think you know this by now. She's just been sitting here <laughs> silently <laughs> judging. Uh, well, her thing was that there's no cringy comic relief in this movie. Yeah. Uh, like it could be, it could have just been way worse, way more cringy yeah. with like trying to force in jokes, mm-hmm. which happens all the time in blockbuster movies. Yes. And it's like, Oh yeah, I do appreciate that. Cause that would just make it instantly worse. Mm-hmm. My final thought, I guess is like, yeah, it's better than the first one. Uh, it's exactly what you said, mm. but my final thought on his hair. <laughs> yeah. We want to go I, back on I, that. I think Jacob was right. The buzz cuts better. I think the buzz cut is better. Mm. I think I said, maybe Sam Worthington wasn't meant to have hair after all. <laughs> yeah. It kind of accentuates his potatoiness. Like, it just makes his head look... Just mashed potatoes on his head. <laughs> I mean, it just makes his head look, like, blockier, I think, if he has mm. curly hair, mm. like he does in this movie. Yeah. He looks younger in the first one, but obviously he's supposed to be more yeah. aged in this. Like, his, he has a son who's, like... <laughs> like is, I guess, like, ten years have passed, haven't yeah. they? He's, in, Greek, in Greek world, he should be at death's door. <laughs> he should yeah. look like his father, but he's a demigod. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Pete falls away. <laughs> R.I.P. Um, yeah, so I, I think they've settled the great hair debate. Yeah, that he should. You think he should be shorn? The person, <laughs> yeah, like a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> we said something about Perseus's turkey in the first one, and <laughs> we I did. was listening to that back. I'm like, this is <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. But hey, I brought it up again. So, yeah. what's the second question you had? Uh, yeah, so I have two final questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, can you? pitch me a sequel to this movie oh i think i can actually okay um so here we are i think it was meant to be a trilogy but they're like and not enough people watch these yeah right so here we are um i'm gonna pitch kind of like i we mentioned the d-lists of greek mythology and i'm gonna recruit all the d-lists for this we have narcissus is there it is the expendables it is the pretty much the expendables (laughs) and i am gonna say the hecatonkeries is like the thing that somebody's trying to awaken we have like Maybe there's like after Kronos' death, a cult of tight a cult that worships the Titans pops up and they're Ooh. like 
we need the Hecatonkeries to open, like, the many-sided door because it has all the arms, and it will, like, open the door back to all, like, the old titans to come back. And that can be very, like, scary imagery of all these hands, like, opening all these little doors. But, that's cool. I'm just looking up pictures of what this thing is. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty rad. It's a cool thing to pull it. I think the one, I think, like, the prequel God of War game has the Hecatonkeries that he, like, battles across, like, get out of, like, God Jail. Oh, really? Which is pretty cool. But, yeah, so I think that's it. And I think, like, Perseus has to, like, recruit his son. Like, his son's a teenager now, and they're going through, like, father and son issues with, like, Percy's being old, but he still wants to do it his way. But, like, he gave his son, like, the magic sword. So his son's like, this should be my quest. And, like, you're kind of tagging along because, like, you know XYZ person. And so it's like, Apollo's there, and his dad and his friends have to tag along to give him support. <laughs> but Perseus wants to do everything his way, and that's where, like, they butt heads throughout the movie until finally Perseus has to accept that his son is the new hero, and he's aging out of it. Yeah, that'd be fun as long as it doesn't, it's not as, a. Uh poorly paced as the first one yeah i'm gonna picture like a goofy movie with like their relationship <laughs> Ooh, that's not okay there you go yeah you know how to instantly sell it to me <laughs> yeah, to you specifically <laughs> and to nobody else Do just you... me and lily yeah where you're like oh i get it now <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm room explain this whole thing and just like i'm just a stupid executive I'm like well it's like goofy movie I'm like oh i love that movie <laughs> perfect you sold <laughs> green light here's uh, 300 million dollars like, thank you <laughs> i'll only spend half of this on the movie <laughs> There's no contract whatsoever. Right. All right. So Goofy well, Movie yeah, is the sequel. Yeah, pretty much. There we go. <laughs> what, what's your? Do you have a sequel idea? How you pitch this? Uh, <laughs> not really. I just put. I called it Revenge of the Titans. Oh, that's good. No, actually, I think that was the name they wanted to come up with. Mm. And I just put could be Perseus just slamming the shit out of all of the Titans. <laughs> like it's like not even Shadow of the Colossus. It's mm. just like more even more brutal. He's just running yeah. and just like smacking them all. It's like, brutal and easy. Like every yeah. single fight he had, it's just so easy. And it's the upsetting. third acts in these movies are so easy usually. Mm. Like he just goes inside of Kronos and this. Like he goes into uh does uh, he also go inside of No, he just literally it's so oh, he just, he just the holds the Medusa head yeah. up, does a big jump, and it was like, ha ha, and then he freezes, and that's the So end. this one's a little harder, but he still just like explodes Kronos, yeah. who's like the original Titan, isn't he? He's, he's at least he's the dad. daddy of the gods. Yeah. <laughs> he ate a lot of gods. Yeah. So uh so that was easy. Yeah. My last question before we get out of here is okay. who would you have reboot this series? Would like I what director it? would you have Shit. reboot it? Zack Snyder. Easy. Yeah. I, I think he'd do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my thought was James Wan. Oh, I think cool. either of those are pretty good choices. What else has he done? Uh, he just did Aquaman. Oh, you know what? You're right. That that's, that's a really good choice. <laughs> but he also did like the Conjuring movies, mm-hmm. and he did the first Saw, and he does mostly horror stuff, you know. But mm-hmm. and Fast Seven. <laughs> he did, that's right. He did do Fast Seven. Um, so he kind of he has a lot of like blockbuster pedigree. But I he think does. I think that I, he might even be the better choice than Zack Snyder, just because. Mm-hmm. He has more whimsy to him after Aquaman. Yeah. That'd be really, yeah. really fun. He'd have some cool monsters in that, I feel like. Yeah, I think he'd have cool monsters and he would be a little more fun. Mm-hmm. And I think Zack Snyder's still like a little too self-serious sometimes. Yeah, he'd totally At least most there. of the time, yeah. I'd rather. Well, well, did you see his new like zombie movie? With, what yeah. Was? yeah, Army of the Dead. Yeah, was that like still a little serious? It looked like he was trying to have a little more fun. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's like I, I, I like that movie probably more than a lot of people do. Um, yeah, but it still feels like he's trying really hard to have fun. That mm-hmm. point, it's like, what about Sucker Punch? Is he having fun in Sucker Punch, or uh, he's that's just a question for Jacob Medea? <laughs> he gave me his director. You still copy. haven't watched it? No, it's kind of like in the cursed section. And <laughs> what's it called in Harry Potter? Like the, the forbidden. Room- the room of requirement or something? No, or it's just the, the library. The library in the first movie oh. when he has to sneak in there and ah, the uh, 
in the invisibility cloak, and then he opens the book, and the book's like, Wah! I still they should have more of that. <laughs> yeah, that's like, fun. I miss shit like that. Yeah, and, like the later movies. Like I think the sixth one does a good job of kind of bringing the weirdness back. And, yeah, like drinking a luck potion and things just working out. Right. I like all that kind of zany stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I liked about the old Harry Potter games too. Yeah. Is that there's more kitty kind of stupid stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's fun. But uh, that's a story for another time. Ah. I guess this is comes to our conclusion of uh, the Clash of the Titans Clash, franchise Rash. duology. Mm-hmm. The Sam Worthington duology, as I said in the last episode. Sam Worthingtonology. Um, soon to be matched with Avatar 2. But uh-huh. there you have it, folks. Watch this on HBO Max if you want, uh, or just listen to it. Sometimes it's better just to listen to a podcast so you don't have yeah. to watch the movie. <laughs> exactly. And we were telling you it's better than the first one, but that's not saying much. So Yeah. So there, there you have it. Um... I guess that's about it. We're trying to like I know we haven't done like a long franchise in a while. Yeah. But honestly my schedule work schedule has been uh, crazy zany. recently. Yeah, Zany's the better. Yeah, I'm working <laughs> with Billy Zane right now. Oh, really? No. Oh fuck. All right. <laughs> but then it would be really zany if I did. <laughs> Uh, I heard footsteps, but it's to the next door neighbors. It freaked me out for a second because we kept on talking about ghost Lily. <laughs> Like, this is a real ghost. You have no idea how much that creeped me out the first time I moved in here. Yeah. Like, I would hear footsteps upstairs, and I'd like run upstairs, and I'd be like, oh my God, where's it coming from? Because <laughs> I'm stupid and don't, don't understand that oh I have neighbors. Well, this is a ghost podcast. It's all just right. the longest bit of all time. That's, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead coming back. <laughs> uh, but hey, stay tuned uh, for the next franchise. We're going to do something a little more topical. Mm hmm. Next, and do Space Jam. The Space Jam. Put the your, Space Jam. Put your hands in the air in the Space Jam. That's how the song goes. Oh, right? the Space Jam. <laughs> I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I'm so excited to see Granny drink a martini and Daffy Duck coaches the team. And Is that in the first one? This is the second one. She drinks uh, a martini. She drinks a martini. I can't wait to see the Droogs, who are also even more problematic than Zeus himself, <laughs> be in the background of Space Jam. <laughs> That's right. It's so upsetting. Like, why are they allowed to be here? They took out a scene, apparently, where, like, Mar Odom teaches... Uh, Teaches <laughs> teaches uh, Pepe Le Pew about consent and stuff. Oh, jeez. Apparently, they filmed this. That's a rumor. They filmed a scene, and then they cut it out. But yet, the Droogs are in the background. Yeah, that's a lot. So, you should talk to the Droogs about that, because they do a hell of a lot worse things than They've already committed the crimes, like yeah. uh, you would assume. Like, what part of their timeline is I feel like if this? you start to explain that to them, they'll murder you, too. Yeah. Well, anyways, I guess we'll talk about that in two weeks' time from now. <laughs> yeah, right. But I just feel so bad for Pepe. There may be an artful way to be like that, of him being like, hello there. And then be like, no, no, Pepe. Or him just being really woke about it. Him being like, yeah. I've done the fucking research. I know what I'm supposed Look, to be. That was my father. That like, was my father. Just do that. I'm yeah. Peepy Le Pew. <laughs> and, and this is my brother, Poopoo Le Pew. <laughs> what a great way to end this episode. It's just a big pile of shit. All right. Look, you don't have to talk about our podcast that way. <laughs> uh, good stuff. All right. Bring us home, Tyler. Uh. <laughs> Give us five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts, please. Yeah. I took us home with that. Uh, what do you have to plug, Connery? Uh, if you enjoy the sound of my voice and also like table talk role-playing games, you'll probably enjoy Starship Impala. It's an actual play role-playing game podcast where we play the Starfinder game. There's over 100 hours of content waiting for you to devour. And we have a new show in the works, and that's finally coming to fruition. I'm dun, so dun, excited. Dun, dun. 
Did you do your character sheet today, dun, Tyler? Dun, dun. No, not yet. I didn't <laughs> have time. <laughs> I'll do it in a hotel room in Oceanside <laughs> in a week and a half from now. Nice. The day before it's due. Perfect. Because uh, I'll be on the road. That's right, yeah. Um, well, you have till the end of the month. Yeah, until I'm cut off until from we, the podcast. I come to your house and I have to shoot you in the head. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> With a Nerf gun. With a Nerf gun, yes. Not real. So many sound bites that Fox (laughs) News is going to say and be like, oh, Mass Effect is a sex simulator. (laughs) Same thing's going to happen to our podcast. Well, you say I'm going to kill the person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't say it again. (laughs) Especially not not while you're laughing. (laughs) In Agent of Chaos. Oh man, I part of me is like when we do the Dark Knight, we can do the bonus episode as the we and we do the Joker. I mean, should we just cover the Joker once a year? <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> okay, I guess we should. Let's do that. We'll have to schedule in a place where we always just cover the Joker on like that week. It's the Joker week. <laughs> it's like Shark Week, but just the Joker. Joker. Week. We have like some new revelation about it for you. That sounds good. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. That sounds like a deal. All right. Well, follow me at Tiami Vice on Instagram. Any photo shoots I've been doing? Uh, not a whole lot recently because I've been too busy, unfortunately. He's very famous now. I, uh, that's not true at all. <laughs> um, follow us at the Franchise Pod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok. <laughs> he did make more videos. Tisk 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 Tyler. Tisk talk. Tisk talk. Tisk 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 Look, I only have the finest jokes. Yeah. On this charcuterie board called our podcast. Look, everyone who listens to our show understands what we really are. Hacks? (laughs) (laughs) Hacks, imposters. That's about it. No, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. Just like this this movie's good. (laughs) The movie's good. The movie's good. We're good. Better than the last. (laughs) We're better than the last podcast we had together. Isn't that a thing to aspire towards, though? What? Better than the last episode. Yeah, but there's no way us two could have a better episode than with Jacob here. That's a good point. Jacob mm-hmm. was a lot of fun on the last one. I'm saying right now this episode's better than that one. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, email us at the franchise podcast at gmail.com for any questions, complaints, comments, concerns. <laughs> praise. Uh, pause, praise. 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 Sorry, I just got stuck in the alliteration. That's why. Yeah, the alliteration's I, I really went, good, and I realized downhill, it's all negative things. The downhill. We need to find a C-letter word for... This is the longest outro I've ever had. Compliments. Let's get out of here. Compliments. Compliments. There we go. Uh, email us there. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, because you know you want to. Mm-hmm. And thank you to Grayson Hansen for the artwork and Nick LaVerka for the music. And until next time... Oh, my God, there's more ghost sounds. <laughs> <laughs> all right, goodbye, everybody. <laughs> oh my, that's the end. Oh my god, we're going to Oh, good shit. All right.